There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. An Erio's original. To another episode of Let's Talk with me, Lydia Greengrass de Avaladejo. It's another day in paradise here in Rancho. Now, we are still under quarantine here. We are we are still under the the cloak of of un, unknowingness and and un un un. The inability to know, and I'll tell you what I you know I brought this up last week, but I am a little, I'm a little nervous, I guess, about the future. You know what will be the same, what won't be the same, who will come out, who will emerge from this? You know, who will we know? Our neighbors? Will we know ourselves? That's interesting. Will we know ourselves when we emerge? But I have been trying a lot of new things. I've been trying a lot of fun, fun new things to try and keep my mind out of the darkness and into the light. And one of those things um, is singing. And I, I, I have, I, I've always been a lover of music. I have always been a lover of sound and music and instrumentations and and vocalizations and I just thought this was the perfect time to sit down and and just learn the basics you know I've never played an instrument before I've never I've never been on the stage in any way other than of course doing my 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 seminars my team building seminars but when it comes to well I guess some people could say that that's a performance but I do like to say that I put myself myself out on the line I'm not playing any sort of character or singing any sort of song so it is a little different now so I just wanted to play for you guys a little bit of one of the songs that I've been working on working on my voice with this is one of my favorite songs. It's by Cheryl Crow. It's called Soaking Up the Sun. 
here we go. My friend, the communist, holds meetings in his RV. I can't afford his gas, so I'm stuck here watching TV. I don't have digital. I don't have diddly squad. It's not having what you want. It's wanting what you've got. I'm gonna soak up the sun. I'm gonna tell everyone to light it up. I'm gonna tell them that I've got no other blame. For every time I feel lame, I'm looking up. I'm gonna soak up the sun. Gonna soak up the sun. I've got a crummy job. It don't pay near enough to buy the things it'd take. To win some of your love Every time I turn around I'm looking up, you're looking down Maybe something's wrong with you That makes you act the way you do Maybe I'm too crazy too I'm gonna soak up the sun I'm gonna tell you right now To light it up I'm gonna tell them that I've got no one to blame For every time I feel lame I'm looking up I'm gonna soak up the sun gonna soak up the sun I'm gonna tell everyone to lighten up Gonna tell them that I've got no one to blame For every time I feel lame, I'm looking up I'm gonna soak up the sun I've got my 45 on so I can rock on. And that's just one of my favorites. And so I'm working on it. And it's not perfect yet, of course, but it's just a really fun thing that I've been doing. And I, I hope to sing more. And I hope you're singing because singing is an important thing to do in times when We don't feel like singing. You know, what's funny is I've been reading all about what singers do with their voices. And, you know, you just, you have to use lemon and water. And it's just, it's a full-time job, actually. And get a humidifier. And so, you know, I'm not that deep in it yet, but I'm definitely going to be taking it seriously because I really do enjoy it. I love it. It feels freeing. And I know the kids are liking it. I've been singing more of their lullabies 
you know, I used to put on a little cassette tape of lullabies, but now I've, you know, I've been doing it more myself and it feels very freeing. Excuse me. And so more on that another day, but right now we've got to get to the show. And today we've got a very special program because we've got Karen Mitchell, my good friend Karen, who's down in Hermosa, braving this quarantine alone. And it's 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 going to be a very special episode because I have a little surprise in store for Karen, something that hopefully will will lift spirits and will lift the positivity and the the the, the human experience. So let's There's let's give Karen a call. I'm gonna soak up the sun. Karen. Lydia. Karen, how are you? I'm doing I'm doing as good as can be expected in this in this time of of in of time of unknowing. How are you? I'm just in the middle of doing my taxes over here. Oh, are you cooking the books? I don't, Lydia. <laughs> no, that's Scott. That's Bart's thing, right? No, Lydia, you're going to have to cut that out. So, Karen, I, I, I called you that we were on air right now. We're on the podcast. And Hi, Shauna. You always call out to Shauna. That's so cute. Yes. And Shauna's been listening? Oh, Shauna's loving to listen. I have to have her on. She's just such a doll. She would love to talk to you. Maybe you could do some sort of segment on animals. Oh, yes. I forgot all about that. She always, she loves animals. She always had all those lizards. So I called you yesterday and I said, do you, I said, Karen, do you trust me? Do you remember I said that? Uh, Yes, Lydia. It was the strangest phone call I've ever received from you. I said, do you trust me? And you said, you said yes. You know, after a little bit of, of nudging, you said yes. Uh, yes, I did. I said, of course, I trust you, Lydia, but I don't know why you would need to ask me if I trust you. I thought because it's, you know, we're in a strange time right now, right? Well, I think so. I haven't left the house in, what has it been, a month? I mean, you know me, I am an active person. I have oh, I know. I have my toes in the ocean because now they're saying that the virus can live in the ocean breeze. Can you imagine that? No. No. I can't. Well, what's the surprise, Lydia? I'm ready for my surprise. Now, do you remember, I know something's been plaguing your mind the last couple months, and that's something that occurred in the in the middle of December 2019, and that is the, the Christmas party. Yes. I didn't know that. I... Karen, I had no idea about that. Okay, well, what is it? Well, in addition to that, there was also an occurrence at Janet's Christmas party. Mm-hmm. And I, I know you and Janet haven't talked, and so I thought that maybe it would... 
it would be really helpful for not only me and you and Janet, but for the world, the people are listening to this, the troops, you know, whoever may be listening to see some resolution here. And I would like your permission to bring Janet on the line. Lydia. Fine. I mean, if Janet wants to talk, I've been waiting for her to pick up the phone and call me, but I'm I'm happy to talk to Janet. I am harboring no ill will toward Janet. I don't know what she's been saying about me, but she certainly hasn't reached out to check in on how I'm doing. Well, Janet's already on the line. She's been listening this whole time? Hi, Karen. Well, hi, Janet. Lydia, I, I wish you would have told me from the beginning because... I guess I just thought maybe you might reach out to me after mm. what you did to the cupcakes, but um, I've been talking to Lydia, and she makes a good case for us speaking again, and so here I am. Okay, See, well. and that's the first, well, Karen, that's a first step. You know, when I do my team building exercises and, you know, I tell people, you can't get to Z without without hopping along from A to B to C to D to E to F to G. And, it, you know, I'm not saying today we're going to get to Z, but gosh, if we can get to P or L, you know. Well, Lydia, every... Everything is fine on my end, so I'm happy to just bury the hatchet. Well, I would like to bury the hatchet, too. I've been, you know, doing a lot of prayer and thinking about things, and I know that you've gone through a hard time, so I don't want to hold that against you. Yes. But it it was hurtful. It was hurtful. Do you hear that, Karen? Well, I was hurt. I I was hurt by the comment that you made. Well, I mean, but you really were refilling a lot, so. I but I wasn't the refill queen, Janet. Well, that's really. sort of you know, it's a compliment in a way if you think about queen. I mean. Oh, I love that. Oh, Janet. See, Lydia. No, Lydia. You're so gullible. You're falling for it. Do you hear the tone that Janet is saying? She's saying it's well, a compliment. Well, I'm sorry. I'm sorry and, it hurt you. I, I'm sorry it hurt you. And God knows what she's been... You know, Lydia, you know that Janet has been talking to Bart at the dog park. I know that. And I talked to Janet about that. And Janet, and you will you can speak for yourself on this, but, you know, it, Janet finds Bart to be a very, you know, not some people are able to have relationships with other people that other people aren't able to have relationships with. It's just that we go to the same dog park and we did get to talking and, you know, he has had a hard time of it too. Oh, Lydia? Yeah. Are you hearing this? Yes, but I'm not finding the comedy, Karen. I'm not finding the comedy because what Janet's doing is bearing her soul to you. And you are as the devil to its fallen angels, you know, laughing in their faces. Okay, so now, okay. Oh, this is great. This is great. I'm, I'm the devil 
And now I'm not just the refill queen, I'm the devil. Thank you very much, Lydia. I'll add it to my resume because you know I'm looking for work. That's very nice of you. I, you know, I can't help but think I'm having some flashbacks to grade school when all the girls ganged up on me. So I'm not. Well, I was just, I just wanted to, I thought we were burying the hatchet. I don't understand why it should bother you if I see Bart at the dog park. I don't even like to think of it as a hatchet, you know, call me old fashioned, but you know, can't we see it as something other than that? Maybe, um, you know, a, a stick, a, a, a glowing cube or something that you're just burying this glowing cube of, of our memories or something just to make it less. What are you talking about, Lydia? Bearing the hatchet. You keep saying that both of you keep saying bearing the hatchet. And what I'm saying is that's a very crass word and instead if we could well, well karen uh, said hatchet that's why i said hatchet well well can we change it to something like burying you know a glowing cube like a glowing like a like a beautiful glowing cube and we bury it underground don't you think that's a little more beautiful to think of Cube. I don't understand. I just I'm imagining a cube, like a a, a, a cube, three dimensional, and almost like um, you know, those light up ice cubes you can get at the theme parks. Okay, got it. Yeah, I got it. I have okay. some of those. Yes, I got it. I imagine that. All right, so just let's imagine it like that because it's a little more. It's more beautiful. Well, there was nothing beautiful about that night. Uh, I, I can sure. that is something that we can both agree on, actually. What was that, Janet? I said that is something that we can both agree on, is that it was not a beautiful scene at all. In fact, it was quite embarrassing. Well, well, let's go through it. This yeah, is well, well. Why don't we go through it? Because and, and, I, and I'm not really mad at, at you, Lydia, but I did have a bruise on my wrist. Well, well and, that's the problem. I mean, Janet, that's I just threw some cupcakes, but Janet, I mean, that's the that's a big yeah, problem. So, so, I mean, who throws cupcakes? I made those cupcakes. Oh, I, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Right. but Lydia, I mean, not to you know, move the magnifying glass onto Lydia, but I mean, I didn't touch you. I know, but Lydia explained to me that she was just trying to defend you in that moment. And I can understand sometimes, you know, when we're trying to help someone in trouble, that emotions get the better of us. That's right. And we've had a long talk about this, Karen. You see, this has been weeks of just kind of having a very productive back and forth with me and Janet. And, you know, I've and I've told you this, I've never grabbed a woman's wrist before, you know, and and I I mean, as far as I see it, Lydia was also a victim. Well, uh, uh, Janet, I wouldn't say I was a victim. And Karen, I don't consider myself a victim. I was merely, you know, there's cause and effect, correct? Well, exactly. Where there's... Where, exactly. Yes. And I was doing something that I felt was necessary because, you know, Janet, if you would have called the police, mm -hmm. you know, if I wouldn't have stopped you, I wouldn't have grabbed you and said, if, if you do this, then you don't know my friend Karen, mm -hmm. she could, you know, she's got a daughter 
and she's got you know bills in her pilates studio open heart pilates who knows she 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 can't be going to prison she can't be going to jail you know right right yeah can you imagine googling karen and what comes up uh mother daughter uh felon well and i know that that would impact your alimony settlement with bart so i don't well, oh, you you know that because is that what Bart said? Well, we he mentioned it <sighs> at the dog park. Okay, so you both got to say your piece. Can I please have a moment to explain my side of the story? I would love that, Karen. I would just love that, Janet. And would are you open to that? Of course. That's why I uh, agreed to this phone call. All right, Karen. And uh, this is something I've been talking about to Shauna. And Shauna is, you know, she's she's young, but she is very emotionally mature for her age. I was not half as mature as she is when I was that age. But she's explained to me what what happened, which is I was having a hard day. You know, this is on the tail of my divorce. And I had driven. Um, this is on the, the tail of my divorce. And I, you know, and this came out earlier in the conversation, Janet, and I think you were there just silently listening, but I had an ovarian cyst. And so not only was I very on edge because of everything going on in my personal life, I was in physical pain. And so, yes, I was refilling my punch glass to self-medicate because of the pain. And when you called me the refill queen, and this is what Shauna explained to me, that was triggering for me. I see. I see. And and so I made a mistake, and I should not have thrown the cupcakes because they were beautiful cupcakes. I know you worked very hard on those, and we all heard about how hard you worked. And I made, you know, I, I, it was just my, my instinct, you know, when someone comes up and attacks you, your instinct is to hit back. And so that's what I did. Well, I certainly did not know about your ovarian cyst. And no one did. I think that's very shocking to hear, Karen. It's, it's scary to hear. I, I didn't know that you were in physical pain. I, I'm very sorry that um, I triggered that I triggered something in you, and I appreciate you recognizing that about the cupcakes because what you don't know is that I had made a batch of cupcakes earlier in the day, and I burned them. So this was the second attempt at those cupcakes. So it, it was. I guess you might say triggering back um, in that moment when I saw them go over the balcony. Um, Yeah. Yeah. And that's fair. So what I'm learning now right here is that there was no, that no one started this fire, but both of you, both of you jumped into it. Is that, you know, Mm. makes sense? I am interested in this because I think this this might get to the core of a lot of this is, you know, Janet 
viewing Karen as the refill queen, where did that come from? Where did that idea that that she was the refill queen come from? And we haven't talked about this, but I would like to know, because that's a very hurtful thing to say. Well, I guess I was just astonished at how many refills Karen was um, helping herself to. I, I had never seen anything like that before. Um, it was uh, definitely noticeable. So I think what happened was I was thinking in my head, refill queen, which I didn't think was so bad in the moment because queen is, you know. No, it's a, it's a nice, it's a beautiful term. You know, people wait lifetimes to be, to, to have that. Uh, right. Put, it's an honor, their name. like an honorable title. But when it came into my mind, it was, um, I thought, you know, it, like I didn't realize I was saying it in, in a in a voiced, yeah. But I didn't know about your cyst, so that explains. Well, no one did. Well, what am I supposed to do? Announce it when I walk through the door? I mean, it's not exactly small talk. And by the way, you all never asked me how I'm doing, so I, I don't know when I would have had the opportunity. Well, that's fair. I guess I just how are you? Share how you were doing. I, I I apologize. You know, no one's once been out to, and I'll just say this because yes, this has been bothering me. But Lydia and Janet, neither one of you have made the drive to Hermosa. Well, Karen, we can't. We're on lockdown. I know, but before lockdown. Well, it hasn't been that much time that you've been out there. I mean, I would come up. I would go to Hermosa if I were allowed. I didn't know you wanted me to come to Hermosa. Well, I think it's pretty obvious. I mean, I mean, the four of us, the three of us, we were going, you know, spending quite a bit of time together, and then the falling out happens with Bart and I. I have no marriage. I'm forced to leave my beautiful house in Rancho and move to a one bedroom apartment in Hermosa, you'd think that my girlfriends would come to check on me or come to visit me or come to bring a potted plant. But no one has done that. And I've just been alone and you're all gallivanting around Rancho like nothing's changed. Well, I don't know what to say to that. That's, that is, that is, I mean, Bart said that you wanted to be in Hermosa because it was closer to your business. So I guess I didn't. I well, don't no, I don't that. want to be in Hermosa. I want to be in my Mediterranean home in Rancho. But the cookie didn't crumble that way. Well, that's a very different story than I was hearing from Bart. So that's interesting. And I might have to bring that up at the dog park. Mm-hmm. Well, I would be careful what you say to Bart because, you know, the way his tendency to sort of twist and turn information to sort of fit his own needs. So I'm just warning you, Janet, you know one side of Bart, but you don't know the side that I've seen. And I don't think you do either, Lydia. Well, but but I, you know, (laughs) I, I don't talk to Bart the way, you know, Janet talks to Bart. And I do know, I know him more through your eyes, just as Janet knows you 
or the current you through more of of Bart's eyes. And I think that that's, you know, if we let's stop looking through other people's eyes, let's just look at each other, you know? Well, I guess I'm curious. I'm going to have to ask. I mean, when you say there's this other side to Bart, I mean, what are you referring to? Well, I mean, I can't really go into it, but just know that, you know, it wasn't, the marriage didn't just fall apart over spilled milk. Because you don't even drink milk. You drink. No, I don't drink dairy. Well, I mean, I'm not even asking Bart for details. He just offered them. I mean, I, I just, you know, I was just admiring his dog. Our dog. Janet. Well, he told me that you willingly gave it to him. Well, so. I can't have a, a huge dog in the one bedroom, but. Well, this is making a lot of sense now, and I feel kind of like a heel. And what's that? Well, like, you know, kind of like uh, a stump. Someone mm. who was. He was having an emotional affair. I found emails. What? With who? With a woman from his high school class. I had no idea. Karen, I'm sorry. I am so sorry. Well, thank you. And I didn't want to say anything because of Shauna. You know, we haven't... Shauna knows now, but at first we were trying not to tell her. But yeah, he went on classmates.com and became reacquainted. Oh, I love classmates.com. Have you been on? I love it because you can go on and you can find people that you went to school with and they have, they have yearbook photos and they have a community. Uh, they have chat rooms and chat boards. And I'm assuming maybe that's where Bart met, you know, his, his, his emotional contact. But I just think, you know, for, for better or worse, it's just a really good resource. You can find out who, you know, what, what, what your classmates are doing now and what their hobbies and skills, you know, what kind of music they're listening to. If, you know, they're more into the country or the, you know, uh, Lady Gaga or Maroon 5 or, you know, it's just nice to see who, how people have changed or how they've stayed the same. Well, I have to check that out. And you also reminded me that I love Maroon 5. Mm, me too. I love Adam. Mm. Well, I, like, I watch The Voice. I don't know the music, but I love him on The Voice. Oh, He's yeah, such voice. a good guy. Yeah. He's just got a good head on his shoulders, you know. And it's hard when you're a rock star and you're good looking, and you you don't you don't have to have a, no one's telling you to have a good head on your shoulders, but he does, you know. And he has tattoos, and of course, but he's he again, he's a rock star. Well, I like the tattoos. Oh, oh Janet. <laughs> I couldn't. You never know with the tattoos. It could, you know, you could ha get a disease. I don't like tattoos. Nope, nope, nope. <laughs> Not for me. Oh, Karen, I've missed you. I'm so <laughs> up all of I'm, this. I'm sorry, Janet. You know, I've just honestly, I've been struggling, and I have to say, coming out with it with you girls really has lifted a burden from my shoulders. So I, I just needed. I was trying to protect. Bart for whatever reason, but I'm 
you know, the, the truth will set you free. Isn't that funny how we protect, we protect, you know, it's, you know what it is, Karen, it's mama bear. It's you are, you know, and, and Janet, you you don't have any children yet, but the, the mama bear. Yet. Oh, well, I don't, I don't know. I mean, oh. so when you become a mother, you, there's an instinct that, you know, a, a baby comes out, but an instinct comes in and that's the mama bear instinct. It's and it's it is a beautiful thing, but it's also a scary thing because you find a side of yourself uh, that you didn't know you had. And I think, Karen, that what happened was, you know, your family, your mama bear to your family, you know, the story, the three little bears. Mm-hmm. Goldilocks and the three little bears. I've heard that story. That story. Yeah. That's you ha- story. Yes. And she sits in the bed and it's too big and she sits in the bathtub and it's too small yes. and she sits in the kitchen and yes. she eats she eats all the berries and so and that's the thing is in that story there's a mama bear and there's a papa bear and there's a baby bear and when papa bear you know didn't he when Goldilocks ate all papa bear's berries you even though you knew Papa Bear was having an emotional interaction with one of Papa Bear's high school sweethearts, you still had to protect because you're Mama Bear. Right. I'm sure. That is so Karen. And that's that instinct. And I think that's something beautiful. And I, I, I you, you're protecting Bart and that's, you have to, you know oh, what, Karen? You have to let it go. Ultimately, pr- protecting Shauna. That's mm-hmm. right. I mean, I. Well, listen, mm-hmm. Bart and I weren't exactly, you know, Romeo and Juliet before this all happened. But uh, you know. Mm, I love that story. But you know, it is what it is. But the fact that I'm the one living in Hermosa in a one bedroom is—I mean—that's where I. It, that's going to change. You know what? That's going to—that's going to have to change. .com/weightloss. Well, I think that this pandemic crisis is a really good, you know, when we come out of this and we will come out of it, Karen, and we will come to Hermosa. That's right. Once they open the streets, 
we'll be able to come down there. But when we come out of it, it can be like a rebirth for you. You can come out, you know, like a like a beautiful butterfly from your cocoon. I mean, Karen, think of this. You're in your cocoon. You are a you are um a, a caterpillar. Uh, I know, but I'm getting fat. Well, are you eating right? Well, I'm eating right, but I mean, I'm eating to feel good. Mm. But I'm not able to get to the studio, so I'm, you know, trapped in this little one bedroom. There's only so much I can do as far as exercise goes in the in the small living room. Plus, I have my coffee table is too heavy for me to move. So, well, it's the calories that I, I you know, just be careful I mean, the calories you take in. I don't know. Maybe are you maybe drinking a little more than than usual? Um. No, Janet, I wouldn't say that I am. Well, that's good. Yeah. That's good. Um, okay, well, I got to hop off. Oh, hold on. No, hold on. You're doing the Karen goodbye. This is what I call the Karen goodbye. And when Karen gets a little ift, she skips away like a like a schoolgirl on the, on the asphalt. Well, what kind of question now, was that? I mean, I thought... Well, I was just asking. because I'm t- I thought you were upset that we have not been concerned about you. And I was just trying to express a little concern. Well, I mean, I haven't gone through my white wine. I haven't had to make a run in a week, so I'm not drinking too much, but... Well, I think that's probably healthy. Well, thank you. God, you sound like Shauna. Look, I'm... You know, I deal with people every day... Uh, trying to get people to understand what other people are trying to say with their words. And Karen, what you just took as a, a stab, you know, someone stabbing you in the, in the, in the belly with a, with a comment was actually Janet trying to coddle you with, with a wool blanket. Well, listen, I don't know why my drinking is on the table for discussion when, let's be honest, I've seen the two of you on a happy hour Thursday. Mm. So, I, uh, yes. And that is, and that is a treat when we're able, when we're able to do that. And I don't, you know, I don't have a concern about your, your drinking habits. I, you know, I think that you are more fun when you drink. I think you're, you know, a lot more easy to You've got an ease about you. Uh, but, you know, if that's something that Janet worries about, that's valid as well. Well, I mean, you did say earlier that you were self-medicating. Yes, I heard that too, actually. So I just, you know, that's like some kind of alarm bell. All right, well, now the thing is I've gotten a prescription. For wine? For, no, no, for just for some medication. So that's, that's helped. Oh, I see. Now it's not the, cause I know Shauna was trying to get you on the CBD or the, the, that, that kind of stuff. It's. Well, now CBD is wonderful. Oh, it helped me did? with some, well, for just for my arthritis in my hip. And so what do you do? You're taking it topically, rubbing it on your hip. I rub it on my hip. And so what does it do, Janet? I heard you smoke it, like a cigarette. Oh, you do? Well, well just the I kind I have. You have it, too? 
Lydia. The kind that I've seen. Oh, now she's backtracking. No, I didn't. I was looking at something when I said that. Don't I? Don't you think? Don't you think Lydia could use a little bit of CBD? I think she was looking at her CBD cigarettes when she said that. I don't. You know, know, Janet. Lydia used to be a smoker. I know. Well, when I was in Spain, I, yes, I, it's not something I'm proud of. And I would, you know, I don't want to tell, I don't want the boys to know I smoked. That's fair enough. Karen. That's fair. We won't tell the boys, but for everyone on this podcast, and Janet will attest to this, Lydia used to be a party animal when she lived in Spain. (laughs) We've heard the stories, right? Oh my gosh. (laughs) I like to have fun, but CBD hemp oil. This must be what you have, the CBD hemp oil, the amazing power of CBD oil. Yes, that's what it is. My neighbor sold it to me. Oh, gummy bears. Well, look, I am... Now, if this isn't a, a, a perfect illustration of how humans can come together and bury their 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 glowing cubes... Isn't it that beautiful to think about now is to see looking out to the earth and seeing like a little blue light glowing from underneath the the earth? Like we buried the the glowing cube. Yeah. And so why don't we end this phone call with saying one positive thing about each other in, 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 in a word. I'll start. Karen. You are wonderful. And Janet, you are happy. All right, Karen, you try. Lydia, you are Um, thoughtful. Mm. And Janet, you are friend. Mm. All right, Janet. Well, uh, um, Lydia, you are love. Mm. I love that. And Karen, you are light. Oh, my gosh. Oh, I just, oh, my God. Karen, you heard that, right? Because I know sometimes you turn off, but did you hear that? I heard that. Thank you, Janet. You are light. Oh, I got chills all over my body. I think that's nice. And we're going to carry that throughout the day. Each each of those words we'll, we'll all carry. Well, the two of you, thank you for being on the podcast. Thank you for being open and trusting me. And have a wonderful, you know, stay safe out there and be good to one another. Well, you too. And this has been very enlightening. Oh, thank you. All right. Okay. Bye, everybody. Okay, bye. Bye.
It's wanting what you got. Thank you all so much for listening to Let's Talk. Gonna soak up the Thank sun. you, and we'll see you next week. Gonna tell everyone to lighten up. Gonna tell them that I've got no other blame. For every time I feel lame, I'm looking up. I'm gonna soak up the sun. Erios. Powered by ACAST. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.